people of the world, the, 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 the president of the United States, wearing ripped jeans and walking around. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he actually dresses in a suit. Yes, I'm going to the office is called him. And how much more the people that represent him?
You know why God wants his people to be rich? Because your prosperity glorifies God. Psalm 23. The Lord is 
I have no wants. Amen. I can fill it with glory, but I have no wants. Amen. God's taking care of our wants. And he shall make me lie down in green pastures. Not on the concrete pavements of New York City. He leads me beside the turbulent waters. Building thing. And I was 
and, and, and I walked in, and there was a table there. And I saw the table set, set before me, like just food spread out on the table. Yeah, yeah. Like the biggest, most extravagant charcuterie board I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. Most of you don't know what that means. I didn't even know what it meant like two weeks ago. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> this is numbers. It's where they put all these fruits and things and on one table. Whatever. I don't really care for that much. Amen. I mean, if I really wanted to go and pick my own food, then I just would go home. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't understand all these Korean barbecue things. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go there, you pick the food, right? And then you have to cook your own food. Like, why would I want to do that? Like, I'll just go home and just cook my own food at home. You know what I mean? Why do I go home and then I have to pay them for, for me cooking my own food? In what sense does that make? And then in Mongolian barbecues, you go, you go pick your own ingredients. And the food sucks, not even tell them anything. But you picked your own mess. Amen. Yes, I don't know how I got that. That's why if I ever go for Korean barbecue, I'm people cooking for me. I'm not cooking nothing. Amen. Just want to sit and eat. Some people don't need to gain weight, others do. <laughs> wow, tough crowd tonight, huh? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm sitting there in that glass cube thing, and I see this whole, this whole massive table that's set in front of me. And then as I'm looking at that, I walked towards the table, and I saw an angel of the Lord telling me to sit down. And I just said, okay, I went and sat down. I was about to eat and chomp into my food. I saw the place starting to get dark. And I saw hundreds of people all around me trying to come closer to the glass and cover the glass. And there were people outside that glass structure banging at the glass and like literally foaming at the mouth. And like yelling, screaming, and cussing at me in that in that you know that vision that I saw. And the Lord spoke to me and said this to me. Son, can you see that their shadows are falling on your table? Wow. I said, yeah. And he said, don't worry about the shadows, just enjoy my table. Wow. Yeah.
He's going to bless you. command 
energy this day. Mm -hmm. To the right or to the left. To go after other gods or serve them. Amen. Are you listening to me? Yes. Now how do all these blessings come upon you? Open to Malachi chapter 3. And uh, 
the baby was the baby was about to I mean, she, the lady went out and went into labor, and the baby was about to be born. And as it was happening, the the, the doctor said her womb burst, and she bled out, and the wife was about to die, and the baby did not survive. They saved the mother, but the baby didn't survive. The baby was dead, cold, dead baby. Crazy. Are you listening? This is a true story. They all think they all know. They all know the story. And he calls me up in the middle of the service. Well, I was in, I was actually in a service on a Sunday morning. And for me, I'm a very relational person. I love people. I would just say I, I genuinely love people. Like I, I'm never too. If I love you, I'm never too busy to pick up your phone. That's just how I am. People pretend like they're busy, but they don't like you. Amen. That's um, a fact. Nobody in the world is so busy they can't pick up your call or flash your message. Yeah. It's a lower trash. Amen. It is kind of true. That's why if my staff doesn't pick up my message or my call, I can go back. So you're saying you're busier than me to pick up my call. <laughs> I work harder than all of you put together. Uh, Amen. Yeah. They're my staff. They're open. They, they know. I say this even, even behind the room. Amen. So now listen, this is curious. So they call me. I like how I'm one of these side ramps sometimes, anyway. He calls me and I pick up the phone and I go to the side. The worship is going on, so I go to the side. Pick up the phone. And he says to me, brother, you know, my, my daughter's dead and my wife, is, my wife is not doing well. Can you pray? And the miracle will happen. I said, number one, Miguel. I said, you're not going to lose your child. He said, but the baby's dead. I scared the babies. Hallelujah. Yes. I said, You are a tiger. And you are a giver. Amen. And the promise for you, for being a tiger and a giver, is God will rebuke the devourer for your sin. Amen. So the devil will not devour one thing that belongs to a tiger and a giver. Amen. I listen. And I pray, I pray like you know, you know how I pray. I pray. And then, he's, and then he's, he put the phone and said, go ahead, pray for your baby, pray for you know, your wife, they're going to be fine, mark my words, and I put the phone down. About 45 minutes later, he calls me back and he goes, I went and I laid, laid my hands to my dead daughter, and she came back to life. <laughs> Investment in them. 
That's what he'll bring people with us. That's what God bless Amen. Woo! Lord. Tonight we're giving opportunity to sow a seed into what we're doing across the United States of America. We're about to head down to Columbus, Georgia and start our next crusade this Sunday morning. And we actually spend thousands of dollars wherever we go. I mean, we, we don't even ask the local church for anything. We pay our own way, we pay our own stay, we pay our own flights, we pay our own travel, our team's travel, our team, every, everything, everything is paid for by us. And that's how we travel across America. The Lord's actually been speaking to many of you for the past couple of nights to do something very significant, but you keep pushing God away. But your obedience will take you to the other side of your blessing. Your blessing is actually waiting on the other side of your Amen. Amen. People say, oh, well, God will bless me in, in due season. The due season is whenever you're ready. Amen. So how long are you going to wait? When are you going to step in? May tonight be that night when you step into the other side. When every eye be closed, every head be bowed across this room. May the Lord speak exactly that which you need to sow tonight. If there are two numbers in your heart, it's always the bigger number. Not the little number. It's always the bigger number. If two numbers keep bothering you, just add those two numbers together, put them together, and <laughs> put it all away. Amen. That's how we do it. And tonight, many of you, the Lord speaking, you do something very significant. And you keep arguing with God and saying, God, well, that's all I have. And God's saying, well, that's all I want. There are many years you give $1,000 or more, $100 or more. There are many people who give you $10,000 or more. Or even $100,000 or more. You actually have the capacity to do it. But you choose not to do it. But tonight, take a leap of faith and do something that you've never done before. Amen. And stand with us for this next crusade that we're doing in Columbus, Georgia. Even with all the work that's happening, and tomorrow night I'll show you a video of our new office building and the Lord's put together, which we have to complete, get our studio done, and broadcast center done, and all that kind of stuff done. And we need your help to stand with us to take the gospel across the United States. I'm not asking for Africa or India, I'm asking for America. Because I believe if we touch America, we touch the world. Amen. Amen. So let me drive the Trump tunnels into America. America is the greatest harvest field the world has ever seen. Amen. And what you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. You sow into salvation of somebody else. The Lord bring them very salvation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But tonight, do something significant. Ushers, come and hand in the Lord. There are many ways to give tonight. You can text to give the word give. G-I-V-E to 833 Word give to 833 you can also scan the QR code that's popping up on the screen right now. You can click that link and get that way as well. You can also make a text payable to ARB Ministries. ARB Ministries. You're welcome. Because my name sounds like you're speaking in tongues. I just made it easier for everybody else. You can just say ARB instead. Amen. Make a text payable to ARB Ministries.
And you're afraid. You're not going to be to call out people on their tracks. Hello. Know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The only fear I really have is that I'm not afraid of anything. Jesus, I'm serious. You know what? There's nothing that people can threaten me to hold my God. I'm scared. I'm not scared of nothing. You go ahead and do your worst. <laughs> you want to worship you to kill me? Oh my God, I'm so scared. <laughs> Heaven's going to really, really, really suck. Heaven's <laughs> great. I'm going to enjoy going to heaven. I don't know why I'm going to heaven. You want to worship him to kill me? Go ahead and kill him. Knock yourself out. Hello? Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> if you're fearful, you're already dead. Woo! Hallelujah! Yeah. And God has never used anybody that's full of fear. He only doesn't operate through somebody that has fear. Amen. Amen. Are right, you listening? Amen. If we are anointed, you're not afraid. Amen. If we are anointed, you have authority no matter where you are. Amen. No matter what you do, you have authority. Amen. And I know the Spirit of the Lord vows upon me because He has anointed me to send the captives. Yeah. And that's what people ask, how do you just boldly pray for the sick and miracles just happen just like that? Because I know what he's anointed me for. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> better respond would be kind of nice. Yeah. Amen. The anointing will actually make you bold. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter who you want to have. Like I've been around millionaires, multi-millionaires. I've been around billionaires. I've been around kings. I've been around politicians. I've been around movie actors. I've been around everybody. I'm just saying. Me too. Like, I don't give a coffee speaking and red booze around. Amen. I'll call, call you out. Are you listening? Yeah. I don't really personally care. Oh, well, I got money. Who cares if you got money? I got a loyalty. Hello.
And people in Tulsa were so contagious that people would die in like a matter of days. Yeah, yeah. And nobody wanted to bury bodies anyway. But John Gillet, being the man that he was, didn't give a rip. He walked around, grabbed the bodies, and started burying the bodies before, before the back in the day CDC came around. <laughs> and then when, when, when these people came around, and they said, how are you burying the body when you're still not dead? Yeah. He looked at them and he said, well, I carry the anointing. I carry the power of the Holy Ghost. Five of them were foolish and ill-prepared. Mm. 
extra oil for their lamps. Five of them were wise and sensible, for they took flasks of olive oil with their lamps. When the bridegroom didn't come they, as they expected, they all grew drowsy and fell asleep. That's what happened to the modern church. The modern church got lazy and they fell asleep and got drowsy. Are you listening to me? Unfortunately, a lot of people had a little oil, but then what happened as the time approached, they were like, oh, well, you know what? Uh, it is what it is. And that's why the church is in the condition that it's in because the church has become a drowsy church. A lazy church. That's when we come around and we stoke the fire in everybody. We're trying to bring alive the fire that's on the inside of you. Hello? Amen. The reason people are so lazy is because they carry no power. Drowsy. Drowsy. No power. Bunch of twaddle, prideful, arrogant little teenagers. Hello? They act like a bunch of teenagers with hormonal changes. Some of the older pastors dress like they're a bunch of teenagers. You're 75, stop wearing good jeans. <laughs> there comes a time in your life where you, where you start looking ugly. Amen. Start dressing like your age. Hello? Amen. What are you trying to impress, a girl? Not to marry. Amen. Yeah. Wow. It's getting feisty. Sorry, I'm not even how my Bible is about that time. <laughs> and some people in ministries behave, and even the church behave like you're raising a bunch of kindergartners up. Crazy in my head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mean, terrible. 
I can't. Some people think they're the smoke machine in the building. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they're all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> but arrogant pride is that people don't care they don't. Amen. People ask me, how do you get where you are and how are you going to do with what you do? Because I'm not just a bit of authority. You understand that? Amen. I actually have people over me who watch over my life. Amen. Is this helping anybody tonight? Yes. 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 Tomorrow night I'm going to give you a list of a few churches that you can actually go to. Amen. Hello. Amen. Are you happy that's going to happen? We're an actual church. Like a real church. Not like a, not like a wind me up doll. <laughs> that's so religious it looks like a dead body put in the front row with lipstick on and a bunch of makeup, but it's still dead. Amen. That's what most churches are like. They're propping up. They've been dead for years. Just like Saul. Saul was, Saul was ridiculous. He was king over Israel. He's still reigning this king for the next 15, 20 years. Until yeah, yeah. David came along. Huh? Amen. So you can still be rejected and still actually be king. Mm -hmm. <laughs> be where the anointing is. Yeah. Amen. Hello. Amen. Amen. I'll tell you something powerful about blessing by association. You carry you carry the anointing that you're connected to. Amen. Whether people like to believe it or not. Amen. One of the funny things, I mean one of the story funny sad, but one of the sad things in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was so I, I was reading a story about Saul and David. And Saul and Jonathan and David and Jonathan. It's crazy if you read the story. Because Jonathan was actually supposed to be with David, and Jonathan and David were very close. And jo Jonathan was actually supposed to be David's right hand man. But unfortunately, what happened? He stuck around Saul because he thought, oh, that's funny to be around because he's my dad. But then what happened? Then Saul died in battle, and Jonathan died the same way in battle. Your end will be like those who, who you associate yourself with. That is so crazy and scary. <laughs> That's what's important where you're planted. Yeah. Which church you're planted in. Who actually raises you up in the word and the power of God. Jesus. Not some religious service every single time you want to listen to. That's saying, you know, do him and do hers. I love what Dr. Rodney says, most churches are not demon-possessed, they're deacon-possessed. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to go to a church that's deacon-possessed. You want to be one of people that are actually led by the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 They all grew drowsy and fell asleep. Yet suddenly in the middle of the night, they were awakened by